Hey there, welcome to Embrace Your Strengths podcast. You're going to hear inspiring stories of men and women who are embracing their top five Clifton strengths in all kinds of ways. You'll be encouraged to understand more about what's so great about you. Learn how knowing, developing, and living more moments using your strengths can bring you joy and purpose in your life. I'm your host, Barbara Colwell. You are going to love hearing from our next guest, Lizzie C. She graduated from the University of Texas last year and has experienced and learned so many amazing things these last several years. She is such a delight to be with. She has the most beautiful voice as an amazing baker. Lizzie also has a brave faith that you'll hear about. She's flexible and creative. She loves people and sees so much potential in everyone she meets. I can't wait for you to hear Lizzie's story, how embracing her strengths has shaped her life and is is launching her into the the world at a young age of 23. Welcome, Lizzie. Hey, thank you so much for that intro. Oh, you're welcome. It's hard to be short and concise when you just think somebody's so great. I just think you're wonderful. Oh, thanks, Barbara. (laughs) You're so sweet. Well, Lizzie, can you tell our listeners just a little bit of how our paths crossed and then also a little bit about yourself, what you're doing, where you are? Sure. Yeah. So we first met at the University of Texas, luckily because your wonderful daughter, Rachel, was a big influence on me in college. So we met sort of through her and through the ministry of crew at UT which was a great shaping factor for me. And just knowing you and Rachel both really enriched my time in college. So I'm really grateful for you both. Oh, that's Um, sweet. Yeah, it's true. And so where I am now, I am back in Dallas where I'm from. And I just started a three-year biblical counseling master's at Dallas Theological Seminary. That's what I'm up to these days. (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. Well, um, Lizzie, I know that a few years ago, um, we you came to my house and we sat at my table and we talked about your top five strengths. Can you tell us a little bit about that and what that journey for you has been as you've learned your top five talents, your Clifton strengths? Yes, sure. I remember all of that very well. And- what was that? And, and what they are, too. Name oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So my top five strengths are connectedness, ideation, adaptability, developer, and positivity. Um, and I remember that time in my life very vividly because it was really hard. And <laughs> you were, mm. you know, one of those people I was reflecting with. And I, yeah, it was just a lot of overhaul in my life. And I remember kind of going to a pretty low place with my own identity and feeling more negative than positive about it. And finding out my top five strengths was a really helpful contrast to just kind of the self-criticism I was going through. And it kind of gave me Mm. this other perspective of, oh, wait, these things are true of me and I can be proud of them and I can learn how to embrace them like you're teaching people to do. So, mm. 
That's great. Well, how would you say as you um, thought about them then and maybe a little bit more over the last several years, like how those different um, strengths show up in your life? Sure. Um, I'm still learning. (laughs) And I think some are more obvious than others. Um, And we've talked about this a little bit, but I think my top two strengths surprised me in a way because they are more the way I see the world. So connectedness and ideation, I feel like they're both very heady. I think they're in like the reflective quadrant. Correct me if I'm mm-hmm. wrong. But yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so it was cool to find out about those because I had no words for them before. Um, and I didn't know they were considered strengths. <laughs> but uh-huh. I think the other three, my three at the bottom of the five are adaptability, developer, and positivity. And those were more obvious in my life. Just I've always been very adaptable, very flexible. The positivity is something other people notice about me the most and kind of that's their first impression of me. And then developer is something that's come up sort of growing up in a faith community and wanting to pour into other people and wanting to see other people thrive. So those were more obvious. Mm-hmm. Well, I know... I, I'm not sure exactly of the timing for you, but kind of during this process, a little bit after you found out your strengths, you kind of made some big changes in your life. Can you tell me about that? Yeah, I made some big changes. Um, yeah, so I spent the first three years of college in the music major, specifically opera, singing classical music at UT. And that, um, it was a lot of, there were highs and lows in that time in my life. And I just hit a wall junior year where I didn't feel fulfilled by it anymore. And it was taking a toll on me mentally and even physically. I had um, a knee issue. I had my, one of my shoulders was going numb all the time. It was very odd, but I had a lot of help from people from a really wonderful counselor from actually a speech therapist. Oh, I almost forgot. One of my vocal cords was almost getting calloused. If you've heard of nodes. Um, oh, wow. So I was really, yeah, I was getting very run down and I got to a point where I had to listen to what my body was telling me. Um, and so I, that was when I was in such a low time though as well, because I had poured so much time and energy into my major and it just made me have to stop and say, is this not going to work out? So that was pretty scary. Um, but that was what sent me off on my journey to kind of figure out, okay, well, well, if this isn't working, why isn't it? And what's true about me that, you know, is pointing me possibly in a different direction. And um, that ended up being one of the most valuable times in my life with the most growth, even though it was mm-hmm. painful and scary at times. Um, yeah. Well, so tell me a little more about that. So you're thinking, okay, um, things are hard and then you learned a little bit about your strengths and what you really, um, kind of just how you're wired a little bit more, like how did all that kind of come together to, as you thought, I want to do something completely different. Yeah, good question. Well, I think um, I kind of always felt like singing 
was something I had to do because it was a quote unquote gift I had been given. Um, and I guess I could. And, and, and excuse me a minute. I loved coming to hear you sing at your junior recital. <laughs> let me just say, I mean, I was in awe of just looking at you and just hearing you just sing like the most beautiful angel I've ever heard. It was just so <laughs> magnificent. And it's such a treat to, to see you using your gifts and your ability to sing and just, I'm sure just so much hard work in, mm-hmm. in making whatever you had to do to prepare for that time. But um, just a little shout out of like how lovely <laughs> it, you are and hearing you sing too. Thank so, you. okay, go ahead, go ahead on oh. the next thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for saying that. I think, um, kind of like what I was saying before, I did get pretty caught up in the negatives. I think because I had suppressed some of my emotions about what I was going through and so kind of swung to the opposite extreme, but there is a lot I'm grateful for. And I, um, I do love music and singing. And what's neat is that as I've grown and understanding myself I've also been kind of set free to to enjoy singing again and it was cool to see that happening but at the time when you saw me sing I was in a totally different place and so yeah it was the junior recital that we all have to do for our program and I learned nine songs in four different languages I was working on it for months was definitely stressed out it was it was tough um, and but it was so important to me to do it well. And what was tough was that I did it well. I did my job, I did my work. But when the recital was over, I honestly felt very empty. And that was like a red flag for me at that point, where it was like, mm. what was that all for? If I feel empty like this, and you know, people say like God gave you a gift, you need to use it. But God doesn't give us gifts as burdens. They're gifts and we're supposed to enjoy them. Mm. So something was, you know, inherently wrong. And it was um, it was just time for me to take a look at, at, you know, what was beneath that. And so that's what led me to look for a big change. So <laughs> do you want me to talk about the change now? Yes. Tell us about the change. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You have us yeah. all on pins and needles. I know, what a buildup. But <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, at the time, I had no idea what the change would be. And I was actually very resistant to it because, you know, I had been fighting and just, it was like, I don't know how to describe it, running uphill with weights on my ankles, maybe, <laughs> for just wow. trying to make it work. And like I was saying before, I think I just felt like it was something I had to do. Um, I was really scared of disappointing people. And I just thought, you know, if this was the gift that was given me, I had to see it through to its absolute most potential. And, um, but that was just so much pressure on me. And there was a lot in who I am and what I bring to the table that I was neglecting, um, or really that I was kind of ignorant of. And I do think about those top two strengths of my connectedness and my ideation. And when you're a performer, you kind of have to shut off some things to just be up there and get it done and, you know, sing Mm -hmm. the songs. And I just was, yeah, I wasn't in a very integrated place mentally and emotionally. So uh, yeah, what happened was I ended up going on a trip to Rome 
which um, was actually something I did instead of going to an opera camp, which was sort of the career, you know, the internship for a music major. And uh-huh. I went with your daughter, Rachel, as you know, and you were there for part of it, which was pretty fun. Yes. And so, so fun. You, you witnessed this firsthand, but I was there and um, I just remember that first week with a group of people I didn't know super well. And so it actually set me free to be a little more honest without being worried about, you know, disappointing someone or surprising them. And everyone was so gracious and they were so safe for me to be honest with. And I kind of just said, listen, I'm really sad right now. (laughs) I don't quite know why I'm just in a low place. And um, I still remember um, Darian, one of the girls on that trip, she's just so empathetic and kind, just asked me one day, so why are you sad? And it was just so open-ended and and knew I could be honest with her. And what was crazy is I didn't know, but when she asked it in that way, something surfaced in me. And I just realized I was like, I think I never grieved the loss of my family, which, you know, this is a little bit of a side note, but things are so connected. Um, Mm -hmm. And so I just realized there was a big emotional weight that I had never um, worked through. And so during the time while we were in Rome, it was just a time of reflection and instead of trying to fix things or just trying to keep on running uphill with these weights, uh-huh. I was able to stop and just say, okay, um, if, if this singing thing isn't going to work out, God, what, what is it? What am I going to do? And um, it was sweet because I feel like the message I really got from the Lord was that he wasn't disappointed in me. He never would be. Um, and that's what set me free to say, okay, then what do I want to do? If that wasn't what I wanted to do, what do I want to do? Um, and so with that kind of fresh openness, I guess, to, you know, what my own heart wanted, I came back to school that fall and I changed my major as a senior in college, <laughs> which is wow. wild, but I, I signed up for just a bunch of classes that really interested me. So I was, I was taking some religious studies. I took some Italian language, which was really fun. Um, and that's how I finished out my year of college. So definitely a big change. And, you know, you can ask any of my friends. You probably saw a change in me. I was on top of the world. I was just enjoying yes. school and I loved what I was learning and I was engaging, you know, parts of myself that were neglected, like my connectedness and my ideation. So it was a big change. <laughs> wow. That's, I love that. Just the, the courage I'm sure that you experienced as you made this big decision and mm-hmm. share a lot of conversations with your family, like what's going on. Yeah. But and- just to, just to be attentive to just what you were experiencing, what you were thinking, where you where you thought your your talents and gifts might best be used in a in a different way. Like what what in particular with opera? Uh, I think one time you mentioned some some things about that, but like what? Why did you think when you you saw your strengths that that didn't really match up with the opera career? Mm, mm-hmm. Huh. Good question. I think um, 
I'm just trying to think because I don't know if I really was thinking of it as, oh, that doesn't work with opera. It was more like, I know opera is not working. <laughs> just like a gut okay. feeling. And then mm-hmm. it was like, okay, that helped me, helped direct me somewhere else. Um, I think my strengths in some ways helped me stay with it for longer and just being mm-hmm. adaptable and being positive and those things yeah. are a blessing and a curse when, you know, when I was in the wrong place, cause I could just keep adapting and stay positive mm-hmm. And then I wasn't really getting yeah. to the root of the problem. So that's really insightful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, so then fast forward, you, um, you, what'd you do after you graduated? And then tell us a little bit about that year and what you've experienced the last year, even with the pandemic. Sure. Yeah. So when spring rolled around, I was loving my classes so much that I was considering going to seminary and was kind of doing my research in that area. But at the same time, Rome and Italy, they were just calling back to me and crew, the organization that you've worked for and then I had been involved with, they have a, a really amazing opportunity for graduates to be an intern internationally with campus ministry. And so I found out that I could apply and be sent to Italy for a year. And so that's what I ended up choosing. And it was just an amazing adventure. Um I had the craziest team of an Italian couple leading us and then a Hungarian girl my age and an Irish girl my age. The three of us were like the three musketeers um, living together and doing ministry together all last year. So. (laughs) Wow. That's exciting. And did you, how did you experience your um, top five strengths showing up in what you experienced while you were in Florence? Yeah, sure. Um, I know I was feeling very connected and just seeing, I don't know, everything from a new perspective, being in a different country and with people from different countries who, mm-hmm. you know, they were seeing Italy and the culture from their own perspective. And so I feel like my brain was just like constantly lit up and all my neurons were firing. I was just taking in so much and loving all of it because for, you know, connectedness, you're able to just see all these bridges between cultures and different ideas. And so I, yeah, I was loving it. (laughs) I was eating it with a spoon, just like, oh, so exciting for me. Well, um, and I imagine too, like just adaptability is always great when traveling anywhere. I think I've Mm -hmm. experienced that with my adaptability, but just, just a new situation and new um, team and culture to learn. I'm sure that that was your adaptability was really helping you enjoy that even more and thriving. Um, Oh yeah. Well, so then as we all know, we've been experiencing a pandemic. Can you Mm -hmm. give us a little, um, insight into that as you were living in Italy. (laughs) We've all watched the news a lot. It's crazy to look back on. It's very surreal. Um, Yeah. So I remember hearing about it for the first time and it went very quickly from being kind of this 
mysterious, like, oh, the coronavirus, woo, to a week later, everyone's like, oh my goodness, this is so serious. And we didn't know what it would mean for us at first. I remember I sent this update email out to everyone who was supporting me and said, hey, okay, yes, the coronavirus is in Italy, but we're fine. We're going about our business. And sent that email. Two hours later, find out all of Italy is locked down. So it happened very fast. Um, but yes, it was it was hard because in one week, our team found out we were all being sent home. And, you know, we're from three different countries. So it just was such an abrupt end to what was going on in our lives at the time. And yeah, I still haven't seen them. And they actually returned to Italy since they're European citizens. They got to go back two days ago. So they're there now. And oh, it's pretty wild yeah. not being there with them. But yeah, they're they happy did. for me as well and what I'm doing. But yeah. Wow. What an, what an experience. And so glad you made it back home and quarantined and <laughs> got back to a little bit of somewhat normal-ish life like we're all trying to. Yeah. <laughs> um, so tell me a little bit about um, what you're enjoying now at seminary and maybe if that's helping you tap into some of your strengths that maybe you haven't tapped into quite as much at different times of your life. Sure. Yes. I think if, if I look back on opera, just kind of maxing out on adaptability and positivity, this would be the opposite where I think my connectedness and ideation are really coming into play. And just, especially since I'm studying um, biblical counseling, we're constantly talking about how psychology and theology interact and how we can have a biblical worldview for, you know, a Christian who wants to counsel someone, but at the same time, take in psychological research and what that has to tell us about people. Um, So it's a really fascinating crossroads of all of that. And I, yeah, I feel like it's been really enriching and also very challenging as well. Mm -hmm. That's great. Well, I know the other day when we talked, you mentioned a, a very encouraging conversation you had with your doctor, eye doctor. Can you tell us about that? Of course. Yes. I love my eye doctor. I've been seeing her since seventh grade. So she's actually seen these little intervals of my life. I was thinking about how special that is that I see her once a year. And so mm-hmm. she's so kind and supportive and um, she loves, you know, getting a check-in with me. And so when I told her this past week, what I was doing now, um, she actually teared up and just hearing mm. that I was doing counseling, she said, she just knew, she's like, I know you and, and I just know how much you care about people. And I'm just happy you found, you know, some way to, to, to use that. And it was just sweet and validating for me to have her say that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and didn't you say that she, kind of had a mid-course career change in her life. That's right. She, uh, what was she doing before? She had a whole career for 20 years and then changed to optometry um, as a second career and was just saying how how rewarding it was for her to change paths. Um, so mm-hmm. she was happy for me that I feel like I found a path that's very aligned with what I'm passionate about and what's rewarding for me, but also what the world needs. 
Yeah, oh, that's great. Well, Lizzie, I know that probably a lot of our listeners, like most of us out there, we're always wondering, is who I am, does that matter? What What should I do with my life? What Am I in the right place? And I mean, some people might be having a change with children at home, or maybe someday their children leaving, or like you, just graduating from college. But we all really want to to be our very best self and use the gifts and talents that God has given us. And I'm just so encouraged just to hear your courage in making some changes and listening to, to what's going on beneath, beneath the surface in making some of the steps that you have. Do you have any um, advice for someone out there? Like I mentioned, that might be wondering about who they are or even how, even how just possibly just taking this one assessment could could really help mm-hmm. change the course of their life, possibly. Yeah, yeah. I feel for people like that because I know what it feels like to feel kind of lost in the shuffle and, you know, mm-hmm. whatever you're doing, um, it matters. And, and it takes a toll over time if you're doing something that just is weighing on you and isn't aligned with who you are. And so... I guess I would say that it matters and it's it's worth taking the time to figure out and dig into. And even though maybe not everyone around you understands or is supportive of that, that it's worth protecting your process of figuring it out. And I think Strengths Finders, especially for me, was a really encouraging way of going about that because it's it's focused on the positive and things that you can develop. Um, that's my developer coming in, <laughs> but yes, uh-huh. I, I've just noticed this, especially with people, um, my age, young, you know, 20 year old young professionals and people are asking this constantly because, you know, you may be in your first job or you're just figuring things out still. And I wish that, um, it was, I don't know, maybe more valued or accepted just to take time to figure this out. Like I've always thought there should be a class in college about this. Like, how to figure yeah. out how to use your strengths in your career because um, definitely matters. Yeah, I know some. I know some universities actually do use this. Oh, and good. It helps. Yeah, I don't really know all what their curriculum is as they use it, but I have heard in a lot of s- schools and universities, and yeah, it, it takes some time to 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 listen and learn and figure out what that might mean. Like for me, it's been a process of almost 15 years since I learned about my top five strengths, but just trying to step into them even more and embrace them. And so I, I'm just, I'm just your, one of your biggest cheerleaders because I just Mm -hmm. appreciate just, um, yeah, just the courage that you've taken to examine these things. And, and it is a joy to, to see you just enjoying people and using your gifts and strengths that God has given you. And it, one of the things I like to say to people, it's like the more that we embrace our own strengths, it we're more energized and it benefits everyone around us. And I think that's what you are experiencing, what I've experienced when I'm with you, because um, especially your positivity, of course. And, (laughs) um, but yeah, it's it's really encouraging just to see you. So I just wanted our listeners to get a glimpse of what that journey has been like for you. 
Okay, Lizzie, I have one last question. What has brought you joy lately or put a smile on your face? Thanks for asking that. That's a fun one. Um, Well, I guess being back in Dallas and being around my family, it's just been really sweet just connecting with them in different ways. And I'm helping my mom with her cookie business, One Pink Cookie. So we've been just getting to be really creative about, you know, our merchandise, our t-shirts, everything like that. And it's just fun to connect with her and see her use her strengths, um, which definitely lights up my developer as well. I just love seeing people, um, yeah, just enjoy living out of their strengths. So, oh, That's great. Well, thank you so much, Lizzie, for taking time to um, visit and give our listeners just a little more glimpse of you and your world and your journey. So thank you so much. Thank you, Barbara. You're just fantastic. Thank you so much. Oh, oh, thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope this time has given you hope and encouragement about how amazing you are or helped you understand someone you know or work with or love. If you're curious about your top five strengths, you can take the assessment at cliftonstrengths.com. If this episode's been helpful to you, please leave a review, share the podcast with a friend, or subscribe to Embrace Your Strengths podcast. You can find more information at barbaracolwell.com. I sure look forward to our next time together. Take care.